I don't want people to like lose steam of what they're doing for themselves with Orange Theory, with everything through all of this going on. Because I mean, as you can imagine, it's kind of scary from like a business standpoint, even like, yeah. like, are these members going to come back? Or are they going to be like, you know what, I can get this stuff accomplished without one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody's living it. They don't have to imagine it's crazy. Coach Stacy Dryzik, welcome to the Orange Therapy Podcast. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am doing okay. I'm holed up here with um, one of my co-hosts, Ria, and the Triple D. Um, I'm about to go insane. Ria, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You guys have kids running around. I just have a dog to worry about and myself. That's not a dog. It's yeah, a you're... stuffed animal. <laughs> you're, living, you're living the life over there. <laughs> I am. The, the Triple D has become like a little oasis for people. So just coming over like, oh my God, to get away. I, I prefer to bar. think of it as a valley of comfort. <laughs> but you yeah, need I'll be, to. I'll be over tomorrow. <laughs> Come on down. It's only like a nine. Didn't we establish it's like a nine-hour drive? Yeah, that's that's cake. I'll do that overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of teases. <laughs> Rhea, you need to repaint your walls. I'm tired of seeing white. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you grab a paintbrush. <laughs> Rage, 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 rage. Stacy, if if you're going to make a nine-hour drive, can you tell the audience where you would be driving from? Yeah, I'd be driving from the suburbs of Detroit. Got it. Are you originally from Detroit? I am, yep. Yep, I'm born and raised um, right in a suburb of Detroit, about half hour, 45 minutes north of Detroit. Got it. Are you go Sparty or go Blue? Oh, I'm a huge party. I went to Michigan <laughs> State, actually, myself. Go green. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're not just bandwagon. You actually went there. Got it. No, yeah. Doggies even I, has a hat. I, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have more fun watching um, Tom Izzo or the football team? Uh, you know, I'm more of a football fan, to be honest. I just enjoy watching the actual game more itself, but I do love Tom Izzo as well. So I, I think I get more into basketball during March Madness than I do during the regular season. I should have to wait another year. <laughs> I know. I was so disappointed. That's effing weird. Um, and so everybody knows, Stacy that you're a coach at Orange Theory. Um, do you have any other uh, jobs that, that you do right now? Yes, I am actually a registered nurse. I uh, currently work on a labor and delivery unit. I've been a nurse now for about 13 years. And when, when you came out of school, is that what you wanted to do? Yes. Yep. When I came out of school, well, I originally worked in the operating room. So I did like open heart surgeries, pretty much any kind of surgery you could think of. And then um, about five years ago, a little over five years ago, I transferred to a labor and delivery unit. And I also have uh, three kids of my own who are eight, six, and four. When you, as a labor and delivery nurse, when you give birth to your own kid, do you ever like tell the nurse she's full of shit or <laughs> like, I know what you're really doing? Like, do you like call her out? Right. So my first two kids, actually, I was still an operating room nurse when I delivered them. So I really had no idea myself. My third child um, unexpectedly ended up as a C-section because she was breached. So that was a little bit different because everything was kind of planned, but right. it was kind of fun having some of my friends next to me during that. Um, quick side note for anybody out there, uh, Stacy. every time I go into a social media channel, if I put hashtag nurse anything, you'll have the best stuff. 
Like I didn't yeah. know this, but it's like a hidden gem of humor. Is anything nurse humor related? I did not oh, know that. 100%. I can go to tell TikTok you and labor. type in nurse and like labor <laughs> delivery or something. They're doing like stuff with like fake fetuses and uh. they're, or they're like com- yeah. make fun of like complaining patients because uh. they think of us as all like high and mighty. So see she's laughing because she knows it's true we're like high maintenance bitches that come up in there well i I imagine too labor and delivery it's not just uh your your miniature patient isn't too bad it's probably all the people who are coming in to visit all in all up in your way 100 percent. i will say that during all this thing since we've limited only their significant other can be with them it's been amazing i bet it's so much better for you so many less opinions Yes. So I will tell you as a labor and delivery nurse, just because I've worked on different areas, there's nurse nurse humor and there's labor and delivery nurse humor, which brings it to a whole (laughs) other level. There's going to be a producer at Netflix that hears this and he's going to start doing like stand-up specials or he's hiring like nurses to do niche comedy. Oh my goodness. I mean, you should, especially when I worked midnight, oh, you should hear some of the conversations we would have at like three in the morning. Can you give us a first? I was just going to say, is this like vagina humor or like, or what? Uh, a little bit of, a little bit of everything. I mean, I have to say that these nurses, like we tell each other things that we do not tell anybody else in our lives. It's just, it's just interesting. Cause we're, I, mean, I do that with my podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should, you should slide into our DMS at midnight and, uh, and let us know what people are talking about. I know. Right. So I do work days now. I used to work nights, oh, but, man. um, but yeah, it, it got pretty interesting at 3 a.m. You should, I mean, some, sometimes there'd be like a male physician like in his office listening to all of us and he'd just get up and walk out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's entrapment. I wonder oh, if, you're, yeah. um, if you're a male delivery, if you're a, an OB and you're a male, like when you go home, is that like the last thing you want to do? Like you've been looking at vaginas all day? Probably. Right. I mean, you would think so. I mean, I don't, I do not talk to our male physicians about that, but I can imagine (laughs) you just kind of want to get away from that for a little bit. That's why I didn't go to med school. It's also the reason I didn't become a professional athlete because I still wanted to love the sport. Mm -hmm. The money wasn't important. Right. So I didn't, I knew I would not. For the love love of the game. Right. Uh, In both, on both. For the love of pussy, for the love of balls. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That one might get edited. Uh, <laughs> Anything no, goes. No, it won't. It won't. It won't. <laughs> it won't. Um, so, Stacy, one of the reasons that um, I reached out to you directly is uh, Christy Ann Puerto posted a picture of you. I, I believe you're at Costco with one of your coworkers, and um, correct. Yeah, and so she posted it about you guys were. Uh, well, well, tell us what y'all are doing at Costco, and then we'll go from there. So one of my, well, actually another um, Orange Theory member um, I knew was working on one of those COVID units and she kept posting things about how horrific and, you know, she's quarantined from her family and all of these things. And so I reached out to her and kind of the stories that she said to me, I was like, you know what, we have a Facebook site for our unit. And so I posted, I'm like, Hey guys, anybody interested in like maybe donating a little bit of money, we can maybe just make some snack baskets for some of these units. Cause then the nurses aren't getting breaks and they're so tired and they deserve it. And I got an overwhelming response. I mean, baskets turned into carts. We got um, over $1,400 in less than 24 hours, just from our nurses on our unit. Amazing. And so the next day <clears throat> went to Costco and just kind of loaded it all up. <laughs> 
so, so, so wait, we, so people um, have, yeah. so people have, um, uh, context. So today we're filming, we're filming, we're recording this on March 30th. So I guess we're what about 14 days in the required quarantine. Um, was this before or after that, that like that happened when everything was nuts? This was, this was after, this was just a few days ago that okay. we did that. So I, I just got to ask, like, like you got the three kids, um, you're agreeing to do podcasts. <laughs> you're obviously not coaching right now, but you're on the front lines of all this. Like, where does, where does the energy come from? Cause when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I would like take a nap on the cart by that point. Uh, you know, everybody asks me that, you know, where do you get the energy to do all this? And I wish I could give you an answer, but I can tell you that I have always thrived on chaos. I just, I do better when I have a lot going on. The more I have going on, the more organized I am and the more I feel like I even put into each thing that I do. It's just kind of been my personality. So, you know, I'm like, you know, what do you need? Throw it at me, I'll help you. You know, I, I just kind of always been me. And I wish I could tell you where I get the energy. I mean, I sleep normal. I mean, I'm in, you know, during normal times, I'm an OTF 5 AMer. So like, I'm just up early and like ready to go. <laughs> Got it. Um... And go, I want to go, I want to, um, I want to reverse a little bit. So can you tell us yeah. about how you got into Orange Theory? Like the start of sure. all of it? Sure. So I have been a member at Orange Theory now, Orange Theory now for actually, I, it might even be today, exactly three years. I started right at the end of March of 2017. And after I had my three kids, I was like, I just got to get back in shape. I was a gymnast in high school and I was always really? just really athletic yeah. So I was like, you know what, I have to start doing something again. So I, I went to orange theory. I actually was a basic member at first. I just went once a week and then started getting addicted. So then I upgraded to the next one and then I upgraded to the unlimited and after I'm doing unlimited for about <clears throat> six months or so. I mean, you guys know your addicts as well. I just loved it. And I was so inspired by the coaches, like everything they'd bring out of me during the workout, I was doing things I never thought I'd be able to do. And so one of my friends who was a coach who I met there, I kind of sent her a message and I was like, you're going to think I'm crazy because I have three kids. I'm a nurse part-time. I go, but I really want to be a coach. Do you think I'm nuts? And she's like, absolutely not. So she kind of got me going into the certification. And so I got my certification. I met with the owners and I got hired on. I got hired on last May. So it'll be a year this May. How tall are you? Five seven. I'm a taller gymnast. That is tall for a gymnast. <laughs> yes, and I'm not gonna lie. I, mean, I asked for a few reasons. <laughs> Christian <laughs> does like he. Not. One of his favorite sports is women's gymnastics, like collegiate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I got. Um, I, was, I, I would um, during like LSU athletics, you start getting like uh, I'm sure it's the same at every school. You kind of get started knowing athletes and other other sports. I ended up becoming friends with like one girl who is a female gymnast, and then we ended up taking a class together. And of course she was taking it with like three other teammates. So they started getting me to go. And, um, I was just, I mean, I was just, I, I don't know. I, it's something about the angle. It's like any sport when you see it in person versus on TV, you just have a different appreciation for it. And, um, right. some of the stuff they do is just, is insane to me. Like I, I get hurt watching it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. But five I, seven I mean, is tall. I, I feel like those girls were never taller than like five, 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 four. Oh no. Yeah. I was definitely, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I was not like the best gymnast in the world. I did not do it in college, but I did it in high school and, and down. Um, I just loved it, but I was tall. I was probably one of the taller ones on the team. And, um, okay. So 
flexibility is not an issue for you now or it, it, you had to like no, relearn it I'm, or no I'm, I'm still pretty flexible she's very bendy no I'm asking yeah. her because you know my favorite part of orange theory is at the end when you have to stretch so oh yeah uh-huh oh yeah I can like I can I can do some good stretches for sure I mean Stacey, maybe do you ever like put your leg up on the treadmill and stretch up on the treadmill and stretch I do if I have to tie my shoe but I probably don't do that to like stretch mm. See, she's thoughtful of other mm -hmm. members, That's unlike right. stretchy pants. <laughs> stretchy pants. Stretches all over. So when you're at 5 a.m., you have a couple of um, couple of like social media people who post a lot who are in that 5 a.m. class at, at your studio. So you've got a couple of characters. You've got, we already mentioned, Christiane Puerto, who's all over the place. She's super funny, posts lots of memes. You've got um, The Dude. And you've got yes. Mike Martin all in your class. Yes. <laughs> really? So how, yeah. how, is coaching, uh, how is coaching all three of them? It is awesome. Let me tell you. So I, you know, first, when I, before I became a coach, um, it was the dude, Christy and me on Tread 11, 12, 13. The dude and I are very competitive on that Tread. So we, we push each other. We have so much fun. Mike is always a few treads down from us, but we still get in with him. But I think one of the best things since becoming a coach is I draw in some of these memes when I'm coaching. And it's funny because I feel like some members don't get it. Like I'll be like, nice snatch, Mike. You know, like little, <laughs> little things that we get from these groups, but it is fun. We're always laughing. You know, they're the ones I can always kind of come up to. And they're the ones I come up to too as a coach. And I'll be like, dude, how long are you into this push? Because I totally forgot to start the timer. <laughs> you know, like little things like that. <laughs> They'll help you out. She's that coach. Yes. She's that yeah, coach. And, I, and I'm usually good and pretty good with my times, but every once in a while, the dude will be like, dude, that push or that all out was like, 65 seconds and I'm like sorry yeah I did see Christy post a meme and it was um the guy with sign but it was like the uh the members take back and she she said something like a 30 second all out is 30 seconds so I see where yeah. she got that now yeah well I'm usually pretty I'm usually pretty good with my time but I will say every once in a while I'd be like oh shit <laughs> but it happens <laughs> Stacy, when, um, so about ballpark, how many months was it after you were a member that you became a coach, like licensed and everything? Um, it was just about two years. Two years. Okay. What was like the biggest surprise you had, like immediately being on the other side of the floor? Honestly, the amount of multitasking that comes into coaching, you don't realize it as a member, but you know, not only are you timing intervals, you're watching people's form, you're on the, you know, you're like, oh, I got to give some personal, I got to shout them out for doing this. I got to notice what their time or their speed was here and what is on the next. It's just all of the multitasking that's involved, which is always something I've thrived on, but it's all very overwhelming at first. Um, I know you have to be relatively PC on this one, but who are bigger bitches and whole? the people paying you to work out or the people per paying you to deliver their baby? Ooh. Um, in general. In general, I will say that the more difficult side are people that probably the people that um, are my patients with the deliveries. Got Is it, it. the or patient or, the, or the their visitors? <laughs> yeah, even more, even more their visitors. Oh my gosh. Yeah. At least the patient is probably sedated to, to some extent. Man, you wouldn't have any problem yeah. with me. I just sat there and was like, 
playing on social media. I was like, let me know when you need a hand to hold. Don't, don't pass out. Don't pass right. out. Yeah. It's usually not the spouses. It's the patient's mothers and sisters. Mm. That's uh, usually where it comes from. Bitches. <laughs> try to get too involved. No, right? <laughs> um, Especially when they try to try to let you know that they're in the medical. That's one thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. They try to let you, they try to give you hints that they're in the medical field. And I never bite at that ever. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah. Like, that's nice. They're so subtle, right. aren't they? They're so coy. They are. <laughs> um, Stacy, are you like naturally really book smart? Um, book smart? I mean, I don't know if I would call myself book smart. I'm definitely a memorizer. You are? I, I was they just have, wondering because like, yeah. like I hear those tests are pretty tough. The um, test for Orange Theory or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the certification. No, the certification. The NASM, right? NASM, yeah. Yeah. No, I am. I am actually a very good test taker. I can tell you that. I can study something and take the test and take it quickly and do it pretty well. Well, and especially, is there like some anatomy and stuff? There, there's got to be some correlation between what you did in nursing school, and and that. Oh test. yes. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. That helps. That helps me a lot. Were- I knew that because I work in healthcare. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I love how she veered (laughs) off, like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about your medical background. She did that perfectly. You would be a great political advisor, Stacey. She's like, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) I would have been so much worse with that response. Um, Stacey, so um, one of the, the, the big reasons, obviously, is I saw that picture there was like 300 people who were commenting, engaging with the post of you at Costco, raising money. And I was like, holy shit, she's a nurse. And then I hit up Christy. I was like, I was like, what's the deal with her? And she told me, she's like, you should interview her. I was like, yeah, I was already thinking about it. So um, we're March 30th. I think as of today, um, President Trump said he's going to push the thing back till April 30th, right? 30th, yep. And oh, so yeah, yeah. we haven't even hit April yet. Mm-hmm. And already I'm about to pull my damn hair out with the kids, <laughs> even though mm-hmm. they're good kids. But um, what you, what's going on from behind the scenes on those front lines that like people probably aren't hearing about in, in the public? Well, um, you know, I will tell you that I'm sure you guys have kind of already heard, you know, in terms of supplies. It is, um, it's, it's terrifying. Um, when we walk in, we get one mask for the day. If they have them at the entrance, we get screened when we come into the hospital. We have to take a little questionnaire, show it on our phone that we passed. Um, what we is, will get what one. is like this? What do you mean you take a screening on your test? So this, the screening was basically, have you been in contact with anybody who's been diagnosed with COVID-19? And then uh, it asks, do you have one or, or do you have two or more of the following symptoms? And it's, you know, loss of taste and temperature and cough and body aches, all of those different associated symptoms. So we have to take that questionnaire and we have to show them on our phone that we passed it. Yeah, I have, um, I get an infusion every month and I had actually my doctor's office call me this morning to go through those same questions. And she said, you're going to be asked again tomorrow as soon as you get to the hospital. So, um, so I have to be, have to be mindful, but it was questions like, have you been with anyone who has been on an airplane in 30 days? And I was like, well, I mean, like probably. And she was like, just say no. Just say no to right. that. It's like, okay. Right. Just say no so we don't have to look into this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a hell yes, it's a no. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the supplies is a, is a scary thing as an employee there. I'm in a little bit of a bubble on my unit. We're a very clean unit. 
you know, we're, we're not getting, we are not getting those patients as of now. Will we? Yes, we will. I'm expecting it. Um, but we're not getting the most intense. So, but we have supplies for when they come in. A lot of the units are getting one of those respirator masks to use the entire time. I will tell you using one for an entire shift is not appropriate, but it's our only option. Um, so not having what we need to protect ourselves is scary. Um, and I will say just because I was on some of those units delivering some of those supplies, it was eye-opening seeing mm-hmm. the amount of people who have been affected by this and who, you know, are on ventilators and things like that. It's, it's eye-opening and it's, it's scary. And seeing the staff take care of them, I'm sure you guys have seen on social media, people with skin breakdown and bruising on their face from having these masks so tightly around and these goggles so tightly to their face for an entire 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Stacy, how much um, how much difference does the the mask actually make when you're in public? Uh, when you're in public, now I will say that the way that they say that this COVID is is being transferred, we you need that N95 respirator masks. So does a regular mask work? Probably not, because you have there's a lot of different access points into a regular mask. I don't know if you guys have seen. You know, the CDC is recommending if you don't have masks, wear bandanas. And one of the kind of jokes that we had on labor and delivery and that I've seen a meme posted about it is it was like asking the CDC asking you to wear bandanas as a mask is like basically telling you to use the pull up method to not get pregnant. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, you know, that, like that. Uh, it didn't work for me 19 times. So. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got my third. So. <laughs> That was a better response than mine. <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> And you love the third, right? Oh, save I the do. best for last. My baby, yeah. Yeah, your baby. <laughs> so, I mean, do the regular masks help? If you want my honest opinion, the way that they're saying that this transmits, no. Gotcha. Um, and and Stacy, I'm I'm asking you to uh, re even put this in the question, like pull out a big crystal ball here. Um, but mm-hmm. um, not necessarily to tell, like, I think that, you know, Rhea kind of asked the question before we started, is it going to go away in a month? What, what I'm trying to figure out is like, you know, humans have to be exposed to stuff to build immunity to stuff. So how does, how does that happen? Like, is there some point that that just happens? I know the virus dies when it gets hotter, but explain to me like how the immunity thing works as we move on from this in the future. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to say. I mean, I would kind of really equate this to the flu. Um, you know, now that we get the flu vaccine, do we get the right vaccine every year? No, we don't. I don't, you know, as of right now, I don't think they know if there's different right now, it's just one coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, there's different strains of flu as we go on, you know, it's hard to say because there's so many unknowns about this virus. I mean, there's so many people who are asymptomatic who test positive. It just affects every single person in a different explain, way. Explain to everybody out there what asymptomatic test positive means. Asymptomatic means somebody has no symptoms. They don't have a cough. They don't have a fever. They don't have body aches. They, or they just have like one tiny little symptom that develops into nothing more. They happen to get tested and they test positive for coronavirus. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, they've said that there are people around there who maybe just feel like they have a slight cold and that's just how their body has dealt with it. Now, you know, in terms of using a crystal ball, oh, sorry, in terms of using a crystal ball, I mean, I'll tell you, you know, in, in a month, is it going to go away in a month? 
No, I don't think so. I think that I don't think we've hit the peak yet. I think that I think they're right on saying the peak the peak is probably going to be in a couple of weeks. It's terrifying to think we haven't hit the peak yet because of the way that our hospital systems are right now. Uh, but I do think in a month, I think it's going to start to decline. But it is hard to tell. You know, I mean, you look at China, they're kind of coming out of it now, but we already have more cases. So it's, you know, it's tough. Stacey, I know it's a huge question, but like if you'd been in like a leadership position, the, the thing that's tough about this is like any type of leadership decision, like any way you go, people are going to die either way, right? Because they were the whole world was so far behind this thing. Um, right. What do you think could have been done differently, um, I guess, to curtail the amount of deaths that they're projecting at this point? You know, I would say it's tough, you know, as, as any type of leader, I think anybody would be criticized for anything that they're doing. You know, this is Mm -hmm. unprecedented, nothing that we could have ever prepared for. Um, In terms of, like I said, just being on the front lines, I feel like the preparation for this could have been better. Not that we ever expected this, but to know that we had enough supplies to protect people from this. I do think that quarantine should have happened sooner than it did. Mm-hmm. I think we were a little bit late into the game with that. I think that, and, and even late into the game with it, there's still people who don't follow by the rules with it. They just don't care. They either so, don't um, care or like don't, don't understand or don't get it. Probably a combination of all of it. Yeah. You know, I, but I, yeah, I, I, if I, I wish it would have been done sooner, I wish we would have more supplies, but like I said, how can you expect this? I mean, I feel like we're living in a, an apocalypse right now. It's nothing you ever would have ever imagined to happen in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was a little surprised that how they did the whole quarantine thing, just because I feel like, um, it, it's kind of like, so like I said, as a leader, like you have to kind of relegate yourself to the fact that people are going to die at some point and right. which nobody wants to hear, but it's the truth. And like, I remember when they released all the schools, so the County that Rhea and I live in, is the size of most small cities. And that's just one part of mm-hmm. Atlanta. They release the whole county at once. So it's kind of like if you don't do it in a phased approach, you can't, we're, we're not built in these, these areas for all these supplies and everything. It's almost like you have to do it in like a, a phased wave in order to ma- manage it. Right. Well, and the right. county it's- that you're in is like one of the hardest hits, right? Like in the, in the country, like you're, is it, you're just outside of Wayne County, right? Right. Yeah. The, and they say the metropolitan Detroit, Michigan, this is like one of the hot spots. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, it's funny too, though. You do see like when this all first was going down about two weeks ago, gosh, you walk into a grocery store and you couldn't find like any meat to buy, right. you know, mm-hmm. you, you couldn't find any like canned things. And finally, I think we're catching up. You still can't find toilet paper, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> well, I'm well stocked. Um, if you want to make that nine hour drive, oh, come well, on down. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> FedEx, them, FedEx them up to me. You know? um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting that I think they are finally starting to catch up a little bit, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, Stacy, um, how would how do you think people like in the community can help uh, frontline workers like yourself? Is there anything that they can do since they can't leave? You know, they are saying that, you know, in terms of the masks, I know a lot of people are doing those homemade cloth masks, which is nice. Um, it's better than nothing. That's for sure. You know, they are bringing those up to the hospital, but people looking into their, you know, a lot of people have paint kits, 
different construction kits, looking into that, seeing there are some people, some do have some of those N95 respirator masks at home. Mm -hmm. Donating those is huge. That would be, that's a huge help. And, you know, honestly, doing little things like our unit did for the other units of the hospital, just providing like, think, you know what, I want to, I want to buy pizza for this staff today on this unit. Stuff like that is really helpful for these staff who are barely making it through the day. I mean, I, I got a message from one of the employees on one of those units that we delivered. And she said, you know, I, I was having such a hard day. My patient passed away and coming into the, into the break room and seeing that I didn't have to go get anything to eat because we had a lot of that stuff was a huge relief. So is so it just kind um, of supporting that? Those kind of things um, for the, I'm just going to say for uh, nurses specifically, is, is that more um, helping morale or are y'all in shortages of food as well? It's that's helping more morale in terms of being shortage for food. I mean, I will tell you that on my unit in the hospital, just because I am on such a clean unit, I bring everything from home. I'm trying not to go to the cafeteria. I'm trying not to really go outside of our unit during the hospital or during my shift. So that's really helping more morale. The masks is, is the masks is really helping the bottom line. And actually people are even saying making some of these surgical caps, like the cloth surgical caps what? to cover our hair on um, surgical caps, like caps, caps. caps. Got it. Yeah, caps. People are sewing some of those and donating that because people are starting to wear caps because there's things about saying that, you know, this the particles can get in your hair and yeah, it's, you know, any type of goggles, eye covers, all of those supplies are so desperately needed at hospitals right now. So do you feel safe when you go to work? You feeling <clears throat> to a certain extent, like I said, I feel like I'm in a little bit of a bubble. I have been wearing my mask at work more and more. I used to just kind of wear it when I left the unit to walk outside or walk back in. Now I'm pretty much wearing a mask every time I go to a patient. Is it the N95 mask? No, it's not. It's, but it's something. I feel safe, but do I feel safe enough right now that I could come home to my family and know that I wasn't going to pass something along? No, I don't feel that way. That's why my entire family is actually on hiatus and I'm like self-quarantined right now from them. How long, um, how long are they on hiatus? Did y'all like set your own date? We didn't know. Um, originally, we were like, okay, let's just maybe do week by week. We'll just, you know, we'll do this for a week. And now we're thinking more along the lines of that April 30th. And if you did wear a bandana, would you go Crips or Bloods? <laughs> <laughs> totally Crips. <laughs> All right. I just want to see. And wait, you cook too? What was that? You cook too? I cook. Can you cook? Oh, yeah, I can cook. Oh, for sure. She's like yeah. dream woman, man. Yeah, she like, she's very bendy. She cooks, she's bendy. Yeah. She's a coach. She can play she can, nurse. She can first aid somebody after she shoots them. Like, yeah. Awesome. Thank God for Pinterest for cooking. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> pin, 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 pin. Um, let's see. Uh, last medical question. And Rhea probably won't have an opinion on this, but uh, Stacy, over under, uh, do you think there'll be more births or divorces coming out of this? Ooh, um, probably both. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, say you gotta pick one. I gotta pick Are one. we gonna kill people or sleep together um, more? I, I think there's gonna be births because they're gonna still do it, but then after all, after a whole month, they're gonna get divorced anyway. <laughs> job, gotcha. job security <laughs> for you, and we already talked about oh. the pullout method. Doesn't work. Yeah, that's not true. Well. <laughs> I'm a good shot. Work, I, I think you, you have to have good timing. <laughs> right. Well, it's hard to do. 
But I will Have say you ever that, pulled um, out of somebody before, Stacy? Do you know uh, what you're talking about? No, I have no idea. <laughs> can't believe fucking no, women I, argue with me about things that they don't I, even own. <laughs> oh, I own them. <laughs> They're just not loaded. <laughs> you know, we, we, are, we do joke at the hospital right now. Um, you know, the ICU nurses are like, we're going to take your health now and we'll return the favor to you guys in about nine to ten months. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's going to be interesting if like there's the whole, like, so they have like this mini sub-generation. Yeah, of the coronials. The coronials, but what will be funny is like if all their parents are single, like because they all get divorced <laughs> right. after they right. have them. We right, told you right. to quarantine. Yeah. Self-quarantine. Cocoa bait yourself. <laughs> um, okay, Coach Stacy, switching to, to Orange Theory hat mode. Um, all right. What do you think about, uh, real quick, what do you think about the home workouts that are going on? Are you, are you doing any of those? What do you think is going to be the silver lining to come out of them? Yes, I am doing those every day um, that, I'm, that I'm not at work. I think they're awesome. I think it's nice that they're incorporating the home supplies for it. I know we're all kind of missing like those heavier dumbbells, but I do think on top of that, you do need to get yourself a little bit of cardio on it too. I mean, I think it's an awesome idea to go outside and go walking and go running, obviously staying six feet away from me, six feet away. But I think it's a good, something good to substitute for us for right now, since we have no other option. Do you have a large fork at your house? I do right right next to North. I definitely do not have she a large fork. Salads. <laughs> you make really big she loves to fork. She loves the fork. Big <laughs> we 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 already know that I'm not a spooner. I do not have a big spoon here. <laughs> Just the fork. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, sounds like a good coffee table book. Um, Stacy, when um. With the so one of the things that I that I never really understood that Orange Theory didn't seem to get behind they didn't seem to get behind a lot of the personal brands is that kind of changing now with all this going on because I guess they rely on y'all's Instagram accounts now. Yeah, yeah, the personal brandings. Um, you know, they're they're allowing it to a certain extent. I mean, I will say that will I ever like make my own workout to post towards members? Absolutely not. I'm going to follow the direction of Orange Theory, but doing it myself and kind of showing on Instagram and encouraging members. I think that's kind of what we're all about right now. Just using it as encouragement and motivation. Okay. Um, when you, when you are coaching in studio, uh, what is uh, your preferred coaching time? Uh, I love the openings. I love the early mornings. I love to coach the five, the six and the seven fifteen AM. And I actually really enjoy coaching weekends because I think the energy level on the weekends is a, to a whole nother level. I like the weekends because everybody looks at you like you've never been there before. Because <laughs> like, nobody, everybody's there at a different time on the weekends. They're like, right, have you ever right. been here before? I'm like, yeah, bitch, I wrote. Right, right. Yeah. Cracks me up. Um, what would, um, what would somebody, what would be a member be surprised to learn about you? I think most members would be, honestly, to be, a lot of members didn't even know that I had another job for a long time. So I think most members would be surprised to hear that about me, that I not only am a coach, but I'm also a nurse. So you do five, six, and seven usually. And then what time do you usually start your shift? At the hospital, I start at 7 a.m. But I, I will tell you every time before I go to the hospital, minus right now, obviously, I take the 5 a.m. before I go. Hmm. Oh, okay. So the days you coach up till seven, you don't go to, you're not a nurse that day or how does that work? 
Yeah, no, I, so I'm a nurse two days a week, um, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So those Got two it. days I do not coach, but I will go and take the class before I go to work. Got it. Okay. So two twelves. It's a long day. What yeah, kind of shoes you know, do you wear on the floor? Have to know. I actually, I actually wear slip-on Crocs. I love the slip-on Crocs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I saw they're giving free you're ones like, out to nurses right now. You're like Post Malone. They're, he's he's making them cool. <laughs> right. I, they, you know, they are giving them to nurses, and I tried to um, get them on their site the other day, and there was like over 200,000 people online, so I got booted. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That was pretty crazy. I saw they were giving away Crocs. I was like, there's going to be a run on those. <laughs> right. Um, all right, Stacey, I could talk to you for another hour, um, but I know <laughs> the three of us got lives. Um, so the last part of this we call all-out Q&A. Answers are meant to right. be short and sweet. Um, okay. If you want to go on with them, go, though. Um, first one, what scares you about getting older? Um, losing fitness and shape. Who's a mentor you have that probably doesn't know it? Um, my biggest mentor is the head coach at my studio. Her name is Layla, Coach Layla. Um, she's the one I reached out to, but she is a huge mentor. I take a lot from her, especially in I her I like classes. her song. Layla's song? Hey, yeah. This is the stupidest thing you've ever said. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to eat or drink? <laughs> you probably shouldn't. I love French fries, and I love Taco Bell. <laughs> you have a favorite French fry? Like a place oh, McDonald's. they come from? McDonald's. Oh, just when yeah. Trey was here. Oh, my God. He, he's already hard all the time. No, he would really be hard. This whole thing is really messing up his uh, his new found Chapter 3 single game, by the way. He's so pissed. Oh, oh yeah, coronavirus. <laughs> Social distancing is not working well for him. Um, Stacy, uh, let's see. Um in East Lansing, they decide to have a famous alumni weekend and you get introduced into the stadium. What would your intro song be? Oh, I would pick You Don't Know by Eminem. I love that song. Wow. How'd you hear about that one the first time? That's pretty niche. The, you don't know. I, you know, I think I was on a pacemaker playlist. And What's a pacemaker I, um, playlist? Pacemaker is one of the apps that we use. We create our own playlist. Oh, okay. Um, for workouts. And um, I pretty much put that on almost every single playlist I ever make. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I'll have a special place in my heart now. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to like Eminem from Detroit. <laughs> exactly. Um, if you could write one thing on a billboard in Times Square, what would it be? Right now, it would say, stay the fuck home. <laughs> 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 Run, row, or lift, which do you loathe? I do not like to row. I will, I'm afraid to, and then I hate rowing. Hmm. Do you have like chicken legs or something? What's going on? No, I don't. I just don't enjoy. I am a huge, I love running. I love lifting. Rowing is my least favorite. Got it. Um, is there something that you can think of that's changed about you in the past five years that you're know, just like, oh shit, I can't believe I did that five years ago? Third child uh, doesn't count. <laughs> Yeah, right. Third day doesn't count. Um, you know, just overall in general, I think I used to be a lot more selfish and take things for granted. And then just everything that's happened in my life over the last five years, I just have a whole new perspective on what really matters in life. What's your favorite word? Oh, gosh. Favorite word. I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if I have a favorite word. I, I definitely have a least favorite word. I hate the word moist. 
<laughs> Me too. That's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and plump. That's another one. Oh, oh God. I don't yeah, that's that a bad one too. Moist and plump. <laughs> Terrible. And plump. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm not hungry anymore. Um, well, do you have a favorite curse word? Oh, I, fuck. Yeah. Okay. What turns <laughs> yeah. you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, motivation from others, I think. Um, that's, I, I don't know if that's like a great answer for that, but turning me on creatively, I'd say I get a lot of coaching. This sounds really weird, but I've actually taken some coaching cues from Trevor. When you guys interviewed him, I watched mm-hmm. when he was an Orange Theory coach. I used to watch his Instagram accounts and his live feeds, his stories. And I like to get ideas from others, but put them, my own twist on them. Man, he's got a great diet. I love watching him. <laughs> I know, he does. And he, he actually responds to me, which is nice. Uh-huh. He just sent you a yeah. birthday message. Because I, I know I'm not in his target demographic for <laughs> his fave audience. So it's nice that he writes me back. It takes kind of, kindly yeah. to the I love I have messaged him before as well and he has messaged me back. He's got a great he's got a great vibe. He's very energetic. Yeah. I saw a live of him the other day. He was with some other dude who was um, kind of, who wasn't as cute as him, but was like tooting his own horn. And Trevor's just like, nope. And he doesn't need to do it. He's super humble. Nice guy. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think, I think Stacy needs to run for like political office in, <laughs> in Michigan. She's like, oh, he's got a really solid personality. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> uh, we all know what you mean. What sound or noise do you love? Oh, I don't really have, you know, to be honest with you, with my job as a labor and delivery nurse, I love the sound of a newborn baby crying because the minute you hear that, you know that everything's okay. And you don't have to take care of it. Yeah, right, right. And trust (sighs) me, sometimes we do have to take care of, take care of it when we don't hear that. But yeah, it is great to hold the newborns and be like, bye. Bye. <laughs> That's how I feel about children. Here. Bye. Bye. Rick's amazing for like 20 minutes. I She's am. like a pubescent guy in bed. Yeah. Well, Christian's kids came over here the other day. They're like, do you have any toys? I was like, well, it's a loaded question, but what kind of toy? Like Candyland. I'm like, no. So I was told my house sucked. <laughs> it took all my will not to tell them about her vibrating bed. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have a vibrating bed? I do. She got <laughs> upsold into it at the mattress store <laughs> with her mom. <laughs> when you come right? down here, so um, I don't know that Christian even knows, but you guys are going to come down here, hopefully when this is all done. So you and Christy for sure, maybe Mike, you're staying at the Diva Den. We'll yeah. see what happens. We're going to paint some walls. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Stacy, what's a profession other than the 90 that you do now that you would like to attempt? <laughs> um, I will be honest. I, part of me wanted to go to medical school when I was in college and I didn't go that way. I know it's kind of within the same genre, but, um, I'd love to be a, I'd love, would love to try to be a physician. <laughs> Not I'd happening though. <laughs> if, uh, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God a lot? Tom Cruise say when you arrive at the pearly gates. Oh, when I wrote Pearly Gates. Uh, see, Stacey, you didn't fuck up as bad as you think during your life. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Coach Stacy Dreisig, if somebody wanted to reach you, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, via Facebook or Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me. I will say, though, I recently joined TikTok, like yesterday, and yeah. I am thoroughly entertained. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of talent in the world out there. Um, I know, it's wonderful. 
What's your Insta handle? Yeah, what's your Instagram handle? Uh, my Instagram is S Dreisig, so S D R E I S I G. And are you making videos on TikTok yet, or are you just consuming? Uh, so I have made. Oh, it's S Dreisig one. I'm sorry, there's a one after that. S Dreisig. I just looked. Um, <laughs> I have made videos, but I haven't posted them oh. yet. Um, Man up. <laughs> I know I will. I did do a plank challenge video this morning and yesterday. Um, I did that board in my house with my dog. So I'll, po- I'll post them. I'll post them. Yeah, I saw your burpees in the parking lot too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was a car going by like right as you started jumping back. I'm like, no. I know, I know. I was like, ugh. <laughs> well, Coach Stacy, thanks for joining us today. And thanks for all that you're doing out there to help everyone out. You're pretty effing incredible. Absolutely. Wow, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, you guys. It was nice chatting. Stay safe. Thank you, too. I ain't self-deleting. I ain't snapping and popping either. I'm bobbing my head or I'm just standing there watching. I'm a hustler, a hustle. You can tell that I'm paid and I protect what I got. I'm in the house with my blade. Nigga, you fucks you gon' get it. Okay, now maybe I'm sitting because I want you to trip. Yeah, I'll be on that shit. It. You should see when I'm stunting. I flesh the stones to be walking. Push the bitch me rolling. You can tell that I'm howling. I'm just doing my thing. You know the units the gang. I got my crime, you shady with me. You front, you'll have to get me off your ass. A bit of lawsuit and laugh. <laughs> it's not a big deal, it's not a disadvantage. You know that can let you down now. I tell the club or fuck show. This float is gonna bring most though. But you know what that can let you down now. You know that can let you down now. When you shit got together to do this music, the more we became enveloped, we just developed the fellowship through it. It's no pretension, it's friendship. Me nemesis is soon nemesis. This ain't for him, it's just media. See the image, just images. With the shit, it's no gimmicks, it's blood in and blood out. When it's beef, you just gotta know when the blood in and blood out. If there's a problem, we solve it. We don't resolve it. It usually just evolves into one big brawl, and we all get involved in it. We should all get a merit. This must be we inherit and wear it like a badge of honor. Pass it around and share it and let it go to whoever's holding the most current people on their shoulders. And the soldiers got the facts and it's over. But tonight, we ain't coming here to beef with nobody. We came to party. Thanks, Cash is a Mr. Ferrari. So it's shady at the mishap. Back in that ass, you was asking this on. What kind of bizarre possession is that? You know that can let you down now. I tell the club or 
show This flow is gonna bring more dough Cause you know what you're acting like you don't know You know you're acting like you don't know I tell the club up for show This flow is gonna bring more dough Cause you know what you're acting like you don't know